You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Last Friday, Roach, we ran a Twitter poll. Bumpluff Benny put this up. Are you concerned with Port Adelaide's preseason form? I said, Benny, Captain Obvious. I said, we know what the answer will be. And he said, no, no. So we had a little coffee on this. I said there'll be over 80% of people will say that they are concerned. It's a human reaction, isn't it? Plus the form hasn't been great. Yes, and those who are concerned are all those who delight in seeing Port Adelaide fail. Yes, well, 84% of people said that they're concerned with the form. 16 said no. I'm part of the 16, Rich. Where do you sit? No, I'm concerned. I'm definitely concerned. Really? There's still things that I'm seeing that... Well, that hasn't changed, and if there isn't change, they won't get better results in 2023. Yeah. Now, no, I don't subscribe to that. I, Season I, hasn't even started yet. I'd, I'd be keen for your review of the preseason. It's short, and we know not every team has the same agenda in the preseason. Mm. Like the Western Bulldogs and GWS went with only one trial game. They preferred to go with a different sort of build-up. Other clubs have gone pretty serious into it because they've got some serious questions to ask of themselves. But at the end of it... Um, I kept looking this morning at the teams that didn't make the ten at the top eight last year, those ten clubs that mm. failed to play finals last year. I thought, which team has given me greater reason to believe in them to be a top eight contender, just to challenge to get into the eight, which I think is going to be a very big challenge this year. The team that's looked the best in terms of improvement, answering questions during the preseason, giving you some confidence that they're going somewhere is Adelaide. They're the strongest performer of the preseason. To that question, so, not saying they're the great, greatest performer. Brisbane's miles ahead of everyone at the moment by and preseason and form. Okay, and Mel. But just of the bottom 10, if you're going to believe that someone's going to make the challenge this year to change the top eight, it's got to be Adelaide. Yeah. And I've got Adelaide as the improvers along with Essendon, but Essendon being not Hard to read impressive. at the moment. Yeah. I think you need two months to know where Essendon's at. Yeah, exactly. And we've all been around long enough. It's such an emotive game. We all get so invested. Mm. It is pre-season form. The one that is still concerning is Carlton. The injuries, the form that they've shown in the pre-season, they've, they haven't had things go right for them, which is disappointing for Michael Voss. Mm. Now, he's sticking strong to his uh, theme of... Just live the moment. That's not, you know, shadow box here to see things that might not be there. But he's understanding that they're going to be judged by playing in the top eight this year. Yep. It's a uh, big chance. St Kilda? Get the through that first. No, St Kilda, I've got them down in the bottom five. Uh, mm. Text coming through. We're going to get a lot of this until mm. the W's get alongside Port Adelaide. Just yeah. had a sneak peek at Port's banner for the Brisbane game. It says, hurry up, Kenny. We're revving the car with a double R. Ethel from Ethelton. Oh, Ethel's brutal. Yes. Uh, Dwayne Russell will join us and tell us whether he thinks Port fans have got anything to worry about. I just had a look at Dwayne's top eight. Same as last year. Uh, no Port Adelaide in it. Looking no. forward to chatting to Dwayne. And at 4.30, Rory Laird will join us. Crows dual best and fairest winner after the Crows' 59-point mm. victory over West Coast Eagle. Uh, I was waiting to get a call from Will Schofield. Haven't got one yet. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that right through. To be fair, he didn't ring after Port Adelaide got worked out by West Coast. <laughs> no, I, I think we're both 
aware that he's holding his powder for a while. As everyone should, should. be. It's early. Yeah. It's the silly season. Hey, let's go around the grounds quickly, Rich, mm. before we go to a break uh, and get right into the football from the weekend. Uh, Man United uh, creating a little bit of history last night. Not the history they would want. Matter of fact, every Man fan you find at the moment's not too happy at all because Manchester United 7-0 lost to Liverpool at Anfield. That's the first time since 1931 when they lost to Wolves by that margin that they've gone down to such a big... Uh, repeats, in a way, 7-1 against Liverpool in 1895. So when we're talking about 1931, 1895 with Manchester United, this one's a hard one to take for them. 92 to years. Liverpool, who haven't been in great form. 92 years, Rooch. Imagine yep. being part of that lineup, being part of that history. Yes, well, our producer is a Man U fan. Mm. So I thought I'd taunt. Not that I could after what West Ham did at Brighton. Yet again, they get towards the channel and they might as well throw themselves in, the West Ham boys. They weren't great. 4-0 down. You taunting, Rooch. Knock me down with a feather. Yeah. I said, well, surely 7-0 to Liverpool equates to... Losing a grand final by 117 points. He just laughed his head off. So it's no 119 way. points. Oh, whatever. Yeah, 119. Sorry. Yeah, 119, Rich. Yeah. You're trying to make it a little no, the bit seven, better. Just, hey? The seven's got confused <laughs> with him. Seven, seven, seven's um, all over the place. Just quickly, I think most people are across it now, but the, the Redbacks failed under pressure again. 111 in the second dig, Kim. I know. Jason Gillespie oh. will join us tomorrow. We were hoping it would be under we better left. circumstances. Queensland was in trouble. Yep. They get to 290. 290. Mm. South Australia collapses to 111 and they lose another game outright. Two losses in a row. Won't make the final nope. now. At best... They hang around fourth position. We'd expect they might get to fifth. They won't get the wooden spoon because New could, South Wales has lost that away. Yeah, could finish second bottom, I would suggest. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to someone that's thriving under pressure at the moment. That's Adelaide United. The real deal. They're equal second. When you beat the top team and you beat them by scoring well against them after all that Melbourne's been like this year, you've got to say they are the real deal. And they've, what is it now, eight consecutive games without a loss. They're on fire. They're going well. Um, Other big news. This is big news in the world of the world game here locally. So we know that Football Australia has been talking about that we need to look at the A-League as more than just one league. So they're looking at the promotion relegation system. Mm. Now, we knew what would happen in South Australia. Adelaide City was always going to put its hand up, okay? Great rivalry. This is beginning to look like... Remember what we lived through, 94 to 97, or probably 93 to 97, with Port Adelaide's bid to go into the AFL? So we knew Port Adelaide was always going to be this, putting its hand up again. And then we watched what happened around and we saw, you know, a consortium with a lot of teams, Norwood Sturt. This is a repeat of it all over again. So three nominations from South Australia. Adelaide City, standalone. Yep. Expect that. And they have a pretty good resume to say that they should be the next South Australian team in the A-League. Then we've got something called Football SA. This is like the consortium we got with the Sandford clubs. Remember when? It won't get up. This, was, this is Campbelltown City, North Eastern Metro Stars and West Torrens Burkala, each noting that individually they can't make it, but maybe as a consortium they can. And the third option is Playford City. It'll be Adelaide City, sure. I would imagine. Mm. They've got great heritage, Roach. Hey, just quickly before we get to a break, uh, it's that time of the year, but uh, the AFL have been conducting a few polls. And no, this uh, one's from the Fans Association. They yes. do one every year. Yeah, and aware that the AFL Commission will meet shortly to discuss the annual chestnut, which is? Grand final time. Yes. 73% of fans want it to remain at day. The interesting point on this one is twilight has reached 
21% of favourite of preferred timing among the fans. Night is still 6%. I'll guarantee you, Roach, it'll be a twilight grand final before, Eventually. before we're sacked from this company. Gee, we could be waiting a while, though. I hope well, it goes uh, longer, a long, long time. I don't think we've got a couple of days. A couple more. Now you've a, added a different incentive you know, to I, the debate here. I think it'll go for another. Wow. He won't it'll, do it, will he, before he leaves? It could be his parting gift. No, nah, um, he wouldn't. He'd leave that to the new admin to deal with. I think he? it'll be happening within two years, Rich. Well, uh, Richard Goiter is commission chairman strong on the record that he wants it to go tonight. 